physical arena. And it has brought our complete attention to that. And we have been pursuing things in prayer, rightfully so, because God has put that in our heart. And we are responsible to pray our president through and to pray for revival in this land and an outpouring of his spirit. We are absolutely responsible. But God has been showing me behind the scene once in a while this head comes up. It comes up and it just goes bam, boom, down. And it's a head and it just goes down. And it's showing itself. And it's showing itself to those that can see it. And I believe it's showing itself to the prophets of the land. And this head that's jerking itself up is going to be the fight of all fights, church, in this land. And please hear me. Please, please hear me. It's a homosexual agenda. And it is going to twist, lie, accuse. And it's going to come after the church because it hates the word, but it's going to come after the church to try to scare, defeat, and want us to surrender to it. If you study Sodom and Gomorrah, Jesus said it will be like the days of Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you truly understood and knew the history and what was going on there, there was such great perversion. This is what's coming. Unusual things, church. And it's in the church, quote, church of Jesus Christ. They are not part of the church, the ones that are heading and leading this up and saying it's okay. But we'll have a battle on our hands, and I'd say this. I'm not waiting for the battle to start. I got my weapons prepared. Now, I want to say this also to you. Many are being caught up in promiscuous things, even as children. And we need to guard and protect our children. And please, I say this with all sincerity. You better know what your children are watching. I know a young girl standing here who still does not have a cell phone. Thank you to their parents. She doesn't need to be thrown into that. But if your children do, I would absolutely have parental guides on it or whatever they're called and have alerts. God's speaking right now to all of us to really listen. I have great compassion God put it in my heart years ago when we had a Bible study when we first moved here. We had a Bible study in our home. We had a man that came who thought he was a girl or a woman. To me, he kind of acted like a girl. He was childish. And he was just... There was no question that he was homosexual. We never told him to leave our home or never told him to leave our Bible study. But we gave him the word of God. 
And week after week, he sat with us. And we kept ministering the word till he decided to leave. We've ministered, and from that point on, I didn't understand what they were going through internally till the Lord gave me a revelation, and I cried and I wept and wept and wept. There's so many different reasons for these things happening. Sometimes it's just peer pressure that's coming on children in school, and it's big, and it's running through the schools. I'm telling you, church, listen to me. We think heroin, we think different drugs are running through the schools. It is, but there's a lot of reasons why they're doing heroin and other drugs. We have a responsibility, church. I love mankind. I love people. And yet my love is not in the fullness of Christ. Every challenge that comes along my path, I ask God for a greater love. Do you hear what I'm saying? There's sin that absolutely disgusts me. But there's something greater than that that can overcome that sin. And that's love. And I'm telling you, if we don't start getting sharp in the spirit and listen and start coming to prayer and spending time at your home, we only meet one night a week. God could call us to five nights, six nights a week. He's done that, church. And I'm telling you, it was we were all at alert. We came dressed as warriors, whatever God wanted us to do. And I'm telling you, God is looking for churches that will do this and the people that will do this. And they're the churches that are going to see the glory of God. I'm not talking about hoorah, hip-hop. Like, I'm not talking about the, the goosebumps and things like that. I'm talking about the awesome power of God himself moving in your lives, moving in the church to see people set free, to see miracles, to see healings, to see all kinds of things happen. But the greatest thing is to see them delivered and set free from the bondage and receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Isn't that the greatest of all? Is that where our heart is really focused? And the Lord gets my attention at times. I love the presence of God. I love the glory. I love the joy. I love, I love the power of God. I've, we've, we've seen it. We've experienced it. I love all that. But if that comes before the love for salvation for mankind, then something's off. Do you understand what I'm saying? If we're running after something else and we're not running after salvation for mankind, then something is off. We got to tweak it. Do do you get what I'm saying? And God is saying this, the unusual things are going to begin to happen. And we're going to see it in 2020, some things But I'm going to tell you something. The next four years that President Trump is in office, did you hear what I said? 
the next four years that President Trump is in office, and we're not just going to let it go. We are going to pick up the mantle, and we are going to war for him for 2020. But the next four years that President Trump is in office, we better start praying because the next four years after that depends on how pivotal and which way the church is going. Do you understand what I'm saying? This is a national thing that's going to affect nations. Responsibility is on every one of us. I pray you feel the weight of this responsibility, church. The benefits of praying in the spirit and other tongues continually, constantly, which we will teach it needs to be taught again, is so vitally important. And I'm going to share this real quick because the Lord spoke this to me, hon. It was the presence and the angel of the Lord that went before me. But Wednesday night before I came here, I witnessed an accident. Two cars in front of me. There was a, 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 a young man that just all of a sudden, I was on Evesham Road doing about 35 or 40. I'm not sure what it was. He just veered off real fast, went through the fence. I watched the fence be lifted up. He went through the chain link part, and he went on to the, the uh, Triton High School, onto the property, the hockey field, till his car came to a stop. I pulled over the woman in front of me who was behind him pulled over and we just sat there and just looked and watched like it was like what just happened it was so surreal and then I thought and other people and it was rush hour traffic and other people went around and and just kind of slowed down but they kept on going and I pulled up next to her when there wasn't any cars behind me to call 911 and I looked at her and she looked at me and she said 911 I said I'm going around and I went into the parking lot guys listen to me because this is what happens when you are prayed up in the Holy Spirit you are ready for anything anything okay I didn't know what I was going to come to the the thing I saw was the bar being lifted up on that chain link fence and I thought my god when I saw everything it was like what and I was praying in my car in tongues not loud softly and I just thought that's supernatural it should have caved in. It should have smashed the car, not just the windshield, the roof. It was a low. It was a low car. And then anyway, when I got to, I parked the car. I know Triton High School. Been there. And I went through the football field, and I just started to do a soft jog. Just jogging softly and I'm trying to ascertain what's going on what am I coming up to and blah 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 you know and I hear this inside of me weapon it's okay and I went okay I just didn't know what that meant you know you don't know till you get there so I jogged up and I saw this young fellow probably about 24 25 I don't know and his head was all the way over I can't even do it cocked over to the right yeah but it was so loose and then he was like his eyes were open the whole time and he's 
picked it up and he would just look and then it was over and picked it up. His eyes never closed. I opened the door and I was trying to yell. Let me tell you this. Please listen. What was coming out, this is God, right? Let me just, what was coming out was the most vile, it was screaming. The volume of, of it was so loud. It was the most disgusting channel my husband said that had to be Howard Stern. I said, Ray, it was more disgusting. I, who did you say? You said that, Tim? Oh, okay. I, all right, sorry. If you see your father, you see. Yeah. Um, and I just said, no, it was so disgusting. I never heard anything like it. I said, you would have been totally embarrassed yourself what was coming out. And then this woman who called 911, she was from Pittman. She didn't know where to go, and she drove up on the field. And she and it was wet, and she got out, and she heard it, and she says, where is this? I said, I'm trying to turn it off. I can't find it. And this guy is still like, you know. And I just said, I can't find it. And then she, we were trying to turn knobs, things like this and all. I looked down. I saw a bottle with a pill in it, a prescription bottle. I put it back down. And I'm trying to get his attention to give me his name. Can you hear me? Can you say just some kind of response? His eyes were not dilated. And then she pulls out. Here comes the police car. One pulls, comes, and then he starts to walk. They're walking. He's walking towards the car. We pulled the thing out. She pulled out the adapter. It was an older car, so it was Bluetooth. Pulled out the adapter. As soon as she pulled it off, tell me this wasn't a God thing. See, I'm telling you something. Unusual things are going to happen, but are you willing to walk up? Are you willing to do so? Are you willing to get involved, church? Unusual things will happen. And she pulled that that adapter out, and and all of a sudden, the phone started ringing, and it was on his speaker, and somebody answered and said, I didn't know what to say. We were still in shock trying to figure out what was going on. Like, what what just happened? What's going on here? And the person started saying, I think his name was Nick. It was either Nick or Mike. But, Nick, 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 what are you doing, Nick? And I said, hey, is this, um, I said, is this, are you a friend? And he said, I work, I work with Nick. And I said, Nick can't answer. He was in an accident, but he seems to be okay. And then the police walked up. And then the police started asking questions. Second police officer comes. Third police officer comes. They reach into the car where I was standing, the car door, the pocket, and they pull up the one police officer, acts real cool, like no big deal. I bent down. I looked. I saw the the pill bottle. Pulls out a big machete. And in a sheath. And I called my husband because I didn't know what we were going to walk into. And he drove right away, came over, and he, he saw it. And I just went, hmm, weapon. And then just talked to the police. After that, there was eight policemen there. Church, my heart broke. I came here Wednesday night. And you guys didn't know this was going on. I shared it at my table. I went from there, went home, got myself together, my Bible and stuff. 
Listen, you know what would happen to a lot of you? Oh, I'm so shook up, I can't go to church. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's time to be the church. It's time to walk in the Great Commission. It's time to put our excuses aside. It's time for all this stuff, church. God's looking. I'm going to tell you something. Just like we used to say, it's flu season. It's flu season. You know, and everybody goes, oh, I can't get around you because, you know, I can't get the flu and I can't. Are you kidding? Do you know how many people we pray for that have the flu, have colds, and we never, ever get it? Never. Never. I've seen the enemy when I was going to minister in a prison, a woman's prison, where he started to make my throat so on fire and things like that. When we're going to go minister, the enemy tries to stop us. Amen? What do I do? Cave into it? No, I took authority over it. I rebuke the symptoms in Jesus' name. I have a commission. I'm on a journey. I'm going somewheres. I'm headed somewheres. And so what I'm saying is this. Are you willing to put aside? We all have to start putting aside. Now, I'm going to seem firm, church, but I am going to be firm. We need to stop all the excuses that keep us and limit us in the power and the authority of God. When those doors open, we should be here. And you say, oh, Carol, you just want to see attendance. No, I want to see you get equipped. I want to see you get equipped. Mike, what's ahead of us is absolutely is going to scare the church if they're not ready. When we met Jim Caviezel, Jim Caviezel said persecution's coming to the church of America and they're not ready. And we said, we know, Jim. He said, no, persecution's coming to the church of America and they're not ready for it. And it's coming through the homosexual community. That's three years ago. That's about three, four years ago, almost. And it's time, listen, church, to strip away your rights so you can't speak anymore because he'll take you to court. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even if you didn't mention the word homosexual or gay, anything that you say, they're going to twist it and lie and said, you said this. I have a witness. Do you understand this? This is what they did to Jesus. And the ones who were involved in homosexual, homosexuality and have come out of that, I'm telling you, they are so free. Amen. And the glory of God, that is no different than a person that is living in habitual lying, fornication, sleeping and living with another partner under the same roof. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's time to clean up the church. And I said this. People have wondered all through the years, why hasn't your church gone? Well, we've seen people come and go, but we knew the lifestyle. And they didn't want to stay under the preaching of the word that could have cleaned them. See, the teaching and the preaching of the word cleans us, church. And when I said Wednesday night, if I step on your toes, good, I'm glad. But I like my toes stepped on if, if, I'm, if I need to get tweaked. Because, see, I want to walk in the image of Jesus Christ. It's not because I want people to notice, notice me, not whatsoever. 
It's because of the people that need Jesus Christ in their lives and need to be touched because they're so bound up. And when we finally get our eyes off ourselves and get it on the kingdom of God and his purpose, then the power of God is going to rule and reign through us. And your people are going to see the eyes of Jesus and are not even going to notice you. That's my heart. That's what I desire. That's what Jesus desires. And that's what father, he said he was father before he even created He loves us so much. And so, church, we had to stop the worship service because God wanted us to hear that because the song that we just sang, it's God like is fighting for us. God is fighting for pushing us. Back the darkness. His mighty angels will go before us. And that's what I felt would happen yep. on that field. His angel went before me. I walk towards a situation or I'll run towards a situation getting the mind of God. And we both have in many different situations. Do you hear what I'm saying? We serve a supernatural God. We are supernatural beings. We are spirit beings that just live in this earth suit to keep us here on this earth. Otherwise, we'd just fly away. It has to obey the law of gravity. But it's for here. We're here because we have a purpose and a reason to love our Father, to know Him, church. Amen? That's it. Hallelujah. Maya, was that recorded? Father, we give you praise. We have another song, but we're going to do that at the appropriate time. I believe we need to take communion. What are we talking about? What's the Lord? How's he guiding the service? A word rose up inside me regarding the course 